Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of A Kenyan's Experience. We are back here with another amazing guest. <laughs> my name is uh, Dennis and I'm joined by my other co-host. Hey guys, Gadoni here. Yes, and we've done a lot of these Gadoni, just the, just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we really have. <laughs> and today we have a special guest on our podcast, one of my closest friends from from back in high school so excited that she's here finally on our podcast we've been wanting to get her for the longest time nikki say hi to the people hi everyone um thanks for having me (laughs) super super excited gadoni nikki was like one of my best friends in in high school she was was, oh that's sweet she was part of the gang (laughs) yeah oh the cool guys (laughs) the cool guys yeah that was us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice yeah. way back when huh way back when <laughs> so to kick us off nikki um tell us a little bit about yourself your background what you're currently doing and also what you studied um in university sure um so so <laughs> i like dennis said we went to school together um and then after that i went to ucl in london um, and then came back after a year of struggling to get a job. I managed to get an internship at the UN. Um, at, mm-hmm. So I moved back to Kenya and I've been working here since then. Not as an intern anymore. Um, but yeah, and I studied my master's part-time um, at the University of Cambridge. I studied entrepreneurship. So... Um, and it's really cool to to be back home in Kenya as a as an adult, um, working and living and bumping into Dennis yeah. <laughs> at, at the club. <laughs> and <other places. laughs> it's exposing Nikki, but yes, I know. <laughs> just Loki. Yeah. You can just uh, cut that part out. <laughs> Nice, nice. Um, what did you study for your undergrad? Oh, sorry. Um, I studied science and technology studies. So it's like, it's not what it sounds like. It's everything to do with science except for actual science. So we looked at like the philosophy of science, the history of science, science policy, how to engage the public with science and all, all this other stuff around science but not real science so i'm not a scientist (laughs) wow that's so that's so different how do you how do you end up choosing science and technology how did Um, you end up choosing that course thanks for the question i i really got lucky um so i was so clueless when i left you um school um well during that application I was so clueless in school and just when I left. We all were. Um, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So I was lucky I had some big sisters who, like, helped me out and mm-hmm. made sure that I applied because I was planning on not <laughs> not applying and just <laughs> seeing what happened. But um, So I applied for arts and sciences, but um, from my personal statement, 
and because this is such a random degree um people they 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 just like kind of headhunt for people from other who applied for other degrees and they kind mm-hmm. of um so my application was really more relevant for 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 that course so they they reached out and asked me if if I would consider applying for that one and I I switched my application um but thank god because if I did my other thing I would have failed the other degree so I I am so grateful for like whatever power is helping me help me then um yeah what was the, the other degree <laughs> that you almost took um it was it was called arts and sciences so all right um yeah it's a bit more technical and yeah it's a lot harder than the one i took <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, but that's cool were you um interested in in the arts uh before choosing like your degree or is that just something that you thought would be would be cool to study um yeah i i was really interested and i didn't i actually wanted to study art so this was like kind of a compromise cuz it was a multidisciplinary course so you could get the best the best the best the best of both worlds um so so that that's why um I apply for it but it turn when when actually looking at the modules it was like you would have to take some really hardcore science courses um to 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 uh to to pass yeah. so um but yeah so that that's why I um I applied but I managed to still um fulfill the art side like the creative side through this other course because um there were really interesting modules like um art science and philosophy and um how how to engage the public with science so that's more that's kind of what I do right now in my current job which is I work in communications at the UN environment program so we're all about trying to engage the public with with the science we're producing and to 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 for the public to see what the science is saying um to act responsibly and um well not just for the public but for the governments and private sector too um like that's that's interesting so when you say um engage like help people engage with the sciences is it like basically educating them um and yeah mm-hmm. sorry sorry um it, it's a bit uh, it's uh, we so we because most of our um uh, platforms and channels that we have are public facing we we try to like um we, and we produce a lot of reports that you know we produce too many reports but some some are really interesting and we we take those reports and break down the science for for the public um so in social media cards or videos or we did one of my colleagues did a podcast so you should meet him um as well and um trade notes 
but yeah, so those are the different ways we try to access the, the public. Um, Interesting. But nice. Nice. Yeah. So before um, the UN, did you have some job opportunities in the UK while you are doing your studies? Uh, yeah, I did some random jobs while studying to try, um, like to try. I was a bit of a brat. My dad supported me a lot, so I was lucky. Okay. But sometimes um, <laughs> I took it for granted and was still broke um, sometimes. So I had, um, uh, I got these random jobs like, um, I, uh, one was to market jobs to graduate jobs to students and all these things. But um, yeah, I really struggled after I graduated to get to get a job. Um, so it, it took me a year to finally land this internship at UNEP. But I was doing three part-time jobs um, whilst in that year. So one was with a startup that I. Uh, so I guess my main message would be is um, the reason why I got those three jobs was because of the network I managed to build um, doing extracurricular activities. So um, I, I did this walk with rangers from the border of Kenya and Tanzania to Nairobi. And through that, I managed to meet a lot of conservationists. And then one day they posted they needed help. And because I was just sitting in London trying to get a job, <laughs> um, I volunteered. And that really helped me out because I got to, it was just good for my morale and to make me feel like I had a purpose. And um, it was, I also learned a lot from that job. So, and it was, I got lucky they gave it to me because um, I, it was unpaid, but it was still like it helped me with with my future applications. Um, and then the other job I got was because I um, I I was really passionate about entrepreneurship. Um, so I I uh, whenever um, I. I I, I volunteered in Kenya to in Nakuru to help local entrepreneurs start businesses, and I was really inspired by them because they were um, going to uni, they were doing their startup, they were doing like a million things, and all I was doing was going to uni and had my stupid job that was like <laughs> not nothing, like, um, and so I I tried to. Um, I, w I really wanted to start something, so I, I tried. So I spent those that year also trying to start my business. But to do that, I would go for these pitch, um, these in events where you get to meet other startups and also pitch your idea. And at that time, I used to speak really slowly, so it was also a way for me to like practice um, speaking because. I was good at like getting the interview, but then as soon as I got the interview and someone spoke to me, they'd just be like, who's this? And, and I wouldn't get the job. So um, that's like uh, some of the things that I, I did to try like get myself out of that rut of not getting a job. Um, 
yeah. So I've just like rambled. <laughs> no, it's good. We like stories. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It also sounds like all these um, like jobs you're doing in, in that one year was also a way to get you out of your comfort zone as well, which is, is good. I don't think even me personally, I like to step outside of my comfort zone. So it's, it's really nice to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I remember when I was like, when I came back from, from uni, then having that almost year, two years in limbo of trying mm-hmm. to find a job as well. Like Nikki, you took the brave route of doing a lot of things. I was That's just throwing my CV everywhere <laughs> and just trying to make connections. See whoever catches family. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, telling my my dad to hook me up with something, or, yeah. but not actually taking the initial step, which is which is good that that you did. At least now that way you got the jobs that you that you now have. So from from since I was with you in in, in Hillcrest, and I know what like uh, applying for uni was like from there but how did you find the experience do you think it was helpful for you the whole application process um uh, not really (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) i love the honesty (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i was also like super clueless like in school i just didn't know what was happening ever like i realized like things the penny drops on me like years later and i'm like just sitting um somewhere and i'm like oh wow um this makes a this makes a lot of sense um so um yeah i think um it was helpful and i think that the, the teachers were like on our side, uh, like Miss Injiru, I remember her, like drilling it into us that we have to do this cover letter or personal statement. Um, yeah. And uh, so I do think that the resources were there. I think I was just like, so looking back, actually, I do think that they they did try to help us, but because I was like just not confident or aware of what the world was gonna be like um mm-hmm. or what it actually meant to apply for uni like you're so young at that age it's so hard to yeah. to to really know and yeah. um i it was hard and i was i'm lucky because i had big sisters who who helped me um and pushed me and like helped me craft my personal statement and and all those things which helped me stand out more, which and now that I'm like grown grown up more, I, I'm super grateful. And I think what you guys are doing is um, really good because people don't have big siblings. So, or they are the biggest, the <laughs> oldest siblings. Yeah. So they, need, they need someone to help them out. So um this is really cool i i think like if i could say one thing that helped me is just like um to yeah like to know the options um to to be able to like talk to people who went to those unis so you can understand and like to just think about what you want for your future um and not be scared about it or intimidated by Mm -hmm 
it like to just dream big and then try to find someone who can mentor you to break down the steps that would get you closer to that big dream yeah that's um that's really good advice and i think the good thing about a lot of um courses these days unless you know it's very uh, technical or very specific is that a lot of the skills you learn um, and lessons you learn throughout are very transferable, so you could always take it to whichever field you end up in. So that's good advice. Absolutely. Wise words, for sure. Yeah. You, you said it way better than, than what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I was basically saying what I've learned from what you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so when you were choosing uh, a university um who helped you was it school or was it you know your big sisters or is it just like research online how did you um narrow down and end up choosing the university that you went to uh so the uni fairs helped me okay. um and i'm a visual person mm -hmm. so i like um i'm just gonna sound so stupid um, <laughs> <Not at but>. <laughs> I like the colors on, on this uni, so <laughs> I was just drawn to That's it. That's different. So <laughs> <laughs> but then I did research after. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I liked the idea of living in London mm -hmm. um, um, and the cosmopolitan uni. And I was a, it was the only uni that off offered the course that I applied for, okay. which is arts and sciences. So, um, yeah. So, uh, the other ones had natural sciences, which is like even more scientific. So um, th th that's, and this was, it was, it's a multidisciplinary unit. So I knew that the extracurricular, and, like the life would, wouldn't just be focused on one area of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned that, Nick, because I was the same. I think the number one thing why I chose my uni was the color. It was my favorite really? color. Yeah. <laughs> so even the That's uni so different. I grabbed like a lot of merchandise just because of the color. <laughs> I was not even interested like in the uni and stuff. And then I ended up applying and doing. So, That's so funny. But it's bad advice. Like for the people listening, don't just be yes. <laughs> <laughs> at least even if the color draws you in first do your research that's what yeah, i've heard guys yeah, i hope yeah. you've had the same thing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so knowing um, like um what you know now do you wish like what are the some of the things you wish you knew before applying to uni that would have helped your process easier your life at uni easier um that that it's going to be okay like that everyone is in the same boat as you so they're mm -hmm. all as nervous as lost as clueless as you when when they maybe a bit yeah. more a bit less clueless but um so so and that it gets like it's really cool to taste your freedom um, I don't know, like, I, I guess most people are living with their parents right now, so to go to, to uni abroad, um, and yeah, like, you learn a lot about yourself, and you make friends, and like, who, who help you learn more about who you are, and 
it's it, just embrace like all of all of it. That, that's what I would say. Like even the hard things, and just get involved. Like even if you don't feel, if you're shy or whatever, you'll you'll find your people by following your interests and um like. Don't follow the crowd. Follow, follow your your gut. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I always tell people I find like um the beginning of uni very similar to like kindergarten when you're first starting school. <laughs> it just goes like an open mind. Yeah. Many people there with like <laughs> the same fears and doubts that you have, and you're mm -hmm. starting a new, like a fresh new perspective so it's mm -hmm. really important just to like start with an open mind and then also be aware that others are also starting a new beginning which also yeah. makes things easier for you yeah so super new very important mm -hmm. what was life in london like um Lo london was really cool it's a it's a daunting city so um it's 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 um it took some getting used to, but there's there's a magic about London. Um, that's like, and you can find everything. Um, that like anything that you're interested in, you can find someone who's doing it. So, so that's like I remember I was I got into spoken word poetry, like not actually doing it, but listening to it. Um, I found it inspiring and i found um this spoken word london thing it was like <laughs> in this weird place like in the basement but <laughs> <laughs> and i went because i was clueless so i just was like okay um and it was like the coolest experience ever so um it, it's it's uh, it's it was just fun um and it was hard i had a hard time i was i w when i first arrived i was like um ready to go back to kenya i was like what what is this cold place like why, why would i leave <laughs> yeah. yeah um but coming to london gave me an edge which and i'm I, i'm privileged that i got this experience mm -hmm. and um i yeah it's helped me for to get to where i am now so i'm grateful did you know anyone that was also in london i was literally just that thinking were? that <laughs> <laughs> so cynthia was in london oh, yeah. as well A shout out yes. to our co-host <laughs> <laughs> so we became we became friends again um in in london because we had uh, we became closer friends um so she we'd hang out all the time she was in my rival university um, <laughs> and then there was raji raji is actually um a big inspiration for me he's the he was he's in the year above us um and he, he applied for arts and sciences. Maybe that's why I applied for arts and sciences, oh. actually. Um, I wouldn't have known about that course if it wasn't for him. You should interview him. Um, but yeah. <laughs>
Nice, nice. Yeah, it's good having that support um, while yeah. you're there and knowing a few people that can help you out, especially as a newbie. Um, it's always good. Yeah. I always found London like so big and so intimidating. I would, I I would literally go and visit for a weekend and I'm like, no, too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> where, where did you go to university? Um, I went to university in Manchester. Uh, well, South, okay. Southford, a small town near Manchester. So, um, yeah, it was uh, it was student friendly because there was like four universities within Manchester, so it didn't feel as scary because I think majority of the people were students, so I felt like I fit in a bit better than I would have in London. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you would have fit in great in London, but so sweet, it thanks. sounds it sounds like a cool. Cool experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you travel a lot um, while you were in London okay. to other cities? No, I was so bad at managing my finances. <laughs> and like everyone mm -hmm. goes through London, so I just wait for them to come. Smart. And then <laughs> <laughs> I'd see on their Snapchat story, they're in London, so I'd be like, <laughs> let's get coffee. <laughs> or a drink. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I and I'd also tell everyone to to look and look for entrepreneurship programs within their university because one of the best things I ever learned at uni mm -hmm. was well, I learned it outside of uni, volunteering in the crew, but they taught me the same thing again in uni. Um, which, and it's all, they, every single uni offers these entrepreneurial, entrepreneurship courses. It just, mm -hmm. um, the mindset that it taught me where um, every problem can be overcome if you break it down and like to be solution oriented mm -hmm. um because of the entrepreneur entrepreneurial mindset um that's like the thing that helped me the most in my life um so far it's helped it helps me in my job and it helps me um i'm in a band right now it helps me in the band um, and so it's, it's, um, yeah, that, so just go sign up for that. That's what I'll tell your listeners. <laughs> nice. Uh, you just mentioned something interesting, like just on the law, you mentioned you're in a band. That's very cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a band. It's called, that's what she said, um, with mm. some, so yeah it was really random and um i got super lucky again i'm really lucky i think um i my my friends um uh, my friend was invited to play at a cuban event and he pulled together the musicians he knew one day at a party i played the piano for him nice. and so he included me in this band and we there are some really amazing musicians there who are full-time musicians and they are uh, they they taught they, they, 
we all played together and the crowd really liked us and they wanted us for every latino sunday nice. um and we became like a family now so so now we've been playing for um a year together wow. um we've done like 30 gigs um wow. across nairobi and mm. we just opened for the seven islands festival so but um i'm lucky like i said because i'm not so strong at the piano but the band keep me around because um we are like a family now and um yeah i i think i also other value so this they keep me but yeah it's you guys should come for a bit yes please invite us <laughs> i don't want to go <laughs> In fact, our, our other co-host is a musician as well. So. True. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I stopped all of you. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, this is the guy. Yeah. I mean, you're all the guys. So. <laughs> oh, cool. Future, future collabo soon. I know. Uh, Eric, you're listening. Yeah, I know. This is... This is... <laughs> I like how we are making plans for him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, wow. That oh, is... That's... Yeah, that's really cool. The band thing is really, really cool. Yeah. Did you always have a passion for for music? Like, even yeah. since you, know, you knew how to play the piano, is that something that came from way before? Was it like a passion, a hobby? Uh, it's always been my passion. I actually got a music scholarship to Hillcrest. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, and then, like, I just lost my confidence at Hillcrest because people were next level. So um, I switched my passion from music to art. Um, but now I'm really glad that I've managed to, to get back to, to music. Um, and to ex- re-explore that side of life. Um, it, yeah, it helps me de-stress. So like, okay. <laughs> it, I'm not good at like switching off from work, but then like we have band practice at my house. So then everyone's at my house, so I have to switch off mm-hmm. work. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so yeah, it's, it's cool. You should meet them, you love the band, they're like, really cool people that's nice did you um did you start playing the piano when you're a kid or did you yes uh yeah so that's like one of the requirements of life and um again i'm not gonna say this so (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah i i i was lucky that my parents invested in that for me um yeah, so I, I I learned the piano and then I learned the saxophone and tabla, which is the Indian drums. Mm-hmm. Um, so I taught myself the saxophone. Um, oh, wow. and, yeah, and then the Indian drums was like my way to bring down the patriarchy in Indian society because nice. it's only mm-hmm. it's a male instrument. Like only guys are allowed to play it. or allowed, but like yeah. So <laughs> nice, sending a message as 
as well as <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the message didn't get very far but maybe through this it can get further yeah so you said you use music as a way to sort of de-stress away from from work to like stop you from working as a way to relax um so yeah. speaking of work you mentioned the the un program is that, is that yeah one? yeah how are you finding that um i i i like it a lot it's like um open a lot of doors for me like i met a lot of people it was through the un that i met the person who made this band and oh, nice. um yeah so that's the other thing i took a course called social capital mm -hmm. in universe and when i was doing my masters and um yeah like so social capital is really like you can't discount it especially in kenya um so i'm really lucky about like learning about things because of people who I've got the chance to meet and make connections with and um like like this podcast I wouldn't have known about it or got to be on it if I didn't know Dennis or um Cynthia mm -hmm. like uh, or just so many things in my life so um yeah never I mean just like all opportunities are everywhere that's like this is about entre like what I, uh, back to the entrepreneurial mindset thing. I forgot what you asked me for. <laughs> no, you're offering words of advice, which is which is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And speaking on the 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 UN program that you currently oh, working yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool job. Um like last week we we had our a few weeks ago we had our environment assembly um and we just passed a resolution on plastic pollution which is like one of the most important environment agreements since the paris agreement mm -hmm. because it's legally binding um and it was really cool to be a part of that moment in history like when when they announced it everyone jumped up and was clapping and I was I cried as I didn't cry but I cried because it was like um a powerful thing so it's it's cool that I get to work there and if anyone's interested if your listeners are interested in working at the UN or um uh studying in London or Cambridge uh, I'm I'm really happy for them to reach out to me um to to speak um and I can review applications. Oh wow, that's very nice of you to offer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the struggle like this. Yeah, it took me a long time to get a job. So um yeah, now I kind of know what people are looking for. So yeah. I'm really happy to help. Which was even my next question, actually, speaking of the struggles, like what are the challenges did you go through also while you were working as well? What's some challenges that you faced? Oh, <laughs> so I still have this job, so I'm not going to oh, yeah. be so... <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like hoping for them to renew my contract. So, and I have all my colleagues on Instagram. So I'm just like, <laughs> I really, I'm not, I'm so scared of anyone listening to this. Um, I, yeah, I, I had some challenges. Like people didn't take me seriously, especially like at that point, my voice. I used to speak slow. Dennis will probably remember, but like I had issues with the way I spoke. Um, so I, I took a public speaking course um, to try help myself out of the situation, and um, it helped. <laughs> but this job helped me a lot more to 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 um, to open some confidence inside of. Um, with, which was my my hindrance for my my speech was confidence so so I'm grateful for that at the job um it, it, yeah so eventually people took me seriously after I managed to earn their trust um but that was through like working hard um always saying yes <laughs> like I was gonna say um like I wanted to do a TED talk one day. Like I was, like you know, you dream sometimes. So you're like, oh, if I if I if I did a TED talk, what would my title? My, what would it be? Mm-hmm. And I thought that mine would be um, have a mindset of an intern. So that's like someone who's um, ready to learn all the time. And um, so even when I when I moved on from my internship to a UNV, that's a UN volunteer. So we don't get paid. We, our role is considered like a volunteering role and you get a stipend to cover your time and to cover costs, mm-hmm. not your time. Um, so when, when I became a UNV, I, I still had my mindset of being an intern because I was so grateful to be there. Um, and and that helped me create a lot of connections and earn trust from colleagues who who still trust me now because and will vouch for me because of that time investment I put in. But then <laughs> I changed my mind for this TED talk because <laughs> now I'm in a situation where people expect a lot <laughs> from me because they're used to me saying yes. <laughs> So you have to get the balance. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So so don't always say yes. Yeah, I've I've experienced a little bit of that as well myself, saying yes to everything, and then you find yourself overworked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. And you you can be grateful, but you should also have a life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, but I hope the TED Talk is uh, still like in your plans. Like, even yeah, I definitely. Yeah. Is an intro for a TED mm-hmm. Talk already. Like, it's a motivating <laughs> story. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, I, I think this is, this is like really close to a TED Talk. So thank you. So you're halfway there. <laughs> halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe maybe this will will someone will hear it one day and be like. We need to talk to Dennis. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> 
And I'm just yeah, I like what you said about um having an intern mindset. It it reminds yeah. me of something a guest we had said, my cousin Koi. Um, take while while you're young, just take as many opportunities and learn as many things as you can because you have the brain capacity to like absorb everything and to just find what you're passionate about and what you're good about uh, what you're good at. So that's um good advice. Within reason, guys, also. <laughs> yeah, your cousin said it so well. Uh, I, I agree. So with the, the, the UN program, you mentioned that you also did a lot of conservation work. Yeah, so I did more conservation work before I joined the UN. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like my passion and that helped me out to get this job, uh, to get the internship, because they, they they like to hire people who are aligned with the mission, because, um, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, that's, that's where Dennis and I became super close in geography. And we we went to this trip and the on the beach. Also, because we had a very that. strict geography teacher as well, who was like drilling <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of this stuff into us. Nikki, if you remember, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, she was. She's a big like influence on my life. Yeah. Like, um, she she made uh, everything we learned in geography like was so good. Um, it was it's always made me driven by impact and about helping people about uh like understanding the multi-dimensions of of what you do like so i i would hate to work um for an oil and gas company (laughs) i would be so ashamed to tell her this <laughs> I can yeah we would be scared to tell her right yeah absolutely and the funny thing is some <laughs> uh-huh. people in our geography class are now doing oil and gas oh really <laughs> what? so the betrayal is just Ooh. heavy so. oh dear yeah. I didn't know that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. May- I don't want to name names because yeah. I yeah. Yeah, don't know. Yeah. They'll come for you. I'll, I'll just text you. Yeah, uh, I'll DM you the names and then you can attack them after. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. Like, I don't I don't think maybe they're, they're like being, they're attacking the company from the inside. Well, they're making change from the mm-hmm. inside. Like, that's also important. And, um, like that's also a great way to to have an impact. Um, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, so you've been talking about um, just to go back a little bit. You've been talking about your masters a lot. Did you do that immediately after your undergrad, or did you take some time in between? So um, I did my undergrad and then there was this year where I was in limbo and doing lots of random things. Mm-hmm. Um, so those like, I had three main jobs then. So, and I was applying like crazy. So I would have like 
four interviews a week <laughs> and wow. like nothing would come mm-hmm. through. And then in one week, I think like I, the world's aligned for me. Mm-hmm. I did some voodoo or whatever. <laughs> and um, I managed to get into my master's program mm-hmm. and the internship. Well, well, in the same week, I found out everything. So um, from from that, I, um, I learned that the master's could be part-time. Mm-hmm. I I was I'm really not good at studying so I didn't I really I applied it to the masters as a last resort mm-hmm. basically to buy myself some time and to because you know the pressure where you always have to feel like you're doing something yeah. with your life yeah. otherwise yeah. when you when you're applying for jobs they're like you're useless <laughs> if you weren't doing something <laughs> like so. Mm-hmm. So that pressure got to me and I applied and because it's a really good university, I couldn't decline. It's really hard to get in. Yeah. So I couldn't decline. Um, so I did, but I hate studying. So it was the best that I could do it yeah. part time. So it didn't consume me. And so I didn't get depressed and could, could work as well. And, um, Mm-hmm. So that it was in parallel. Okay. Um, so did you do it part time from here, Kenya, or were you in the UK? Um, from here, Kenya, mm-hmm. and then we had residential weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to go for those weeks. But yeah, I'm really lucky that my family supported me mm-hmm. to to do that. And the older I get, the more grateful I am yeah. for for that. Like that's not everyone gets that chance and and so that's why it's really important for me to to make sure that whatever I do in my life like I I have an impact and I can help other people get the opportunities that I couldn't get or or protect the environment. So um yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. We keep saying it almost every episode that we're huge advocates for a strong support system. Yeah. Like you can't get anywhere with, without it really. Like it's it's something that is so, so, so important, especially mm-hmm. as international students going into a completely new place. It's absolutely mm-hmm. vital to have that strong support system. And you're right, Nikki, some people unfortunately don't have it. And sometimes they crack or they get lost or they don't know what to do. So even just taking that small step of reaching out to even one person could be hugely mm-hmm. beneficial to your your uni life and your career as a whole. So it's it's a hugely important thing for sure. Yeah. So what what you're doing is amazing. <laughs> you're helping so many young people like find their direction and have a map, mm-hmm. like because they didn't we didn't have that so. Like this is an empowerment tool. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's really cool. It's things that we've gone through before. Mm-hmm. Uh, only myself, <laughs> our other co-hosts as well. We were all in that boat of you know in limbo in uni, yeah. trying to figure our way through, finding resources. Some that were not there, some that were not helpful. So mm-hmm. we really want to make this platform about you know sharing those experiences and then telling people what to do, where to go, just yeah. to really help them in, in, in their uni paths and finding their careers. 
Because yeah. we're, we're, we're all in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Were your sisters with you in yeah. the same in the same uni or the same city? They were in the same city, oh, nice. so that also helped. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, but they're much older than me, so um, they're like ten and thirteen years older. So they had their lives, and then like when I'd mess up, I'd go to their house. <laughs> That's what a big sister is for. So, but they helped me settle in, like move my stuff into my room. Mm-hmm. Like, when I didn't know how to do references, they helped me, like, all the essays, and, yeah, so, I would really be nowhere without my my siblings. Have they watched you perform? Have they watched your band? Yeah. <laughs> One of them has. <laughs> They're like a proud mom. <laughs> yeah. my, 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 um, my band. Uh, <laughs> they they love the support too. So, <laughs> yeah. Shouting in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But when I play, I have like my piano face, which is very grumpy. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I will look at you if you come for our game. Really? <laughs> Does it help you yeah, stay in focus? Like, <laughs> yeah, I I just go at the back. <laughs> I remember at one gig they just put me at the back because my face was not good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, it's okay. Like. Well, everyone has their 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 look, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So going back again, <laughs> you mentioned that yeah. um networking is what sort of helped you get um the jobs you had before you started working with the UN. Uh, when when I don't know if that's the right way to ask you. When did you start networking, or when did you? discover the or first learn the importance of networking um so i started at, like in kenya mm-hmm. like with or just being around my parents like they just talk too much to everyone um so mm-hmm. and i realized that i'm just exactly the same um but yeah so just and i i don't network like actively like it's not like i meet you and i'm like oh i can get something from you or something yeah it's more like just making connections and um sharing my passion with them that and i learned how to to do that through working i mean through that entrepreneurship that um sphere mm-hmm. where you have to you just learn how to share what you who you are mm-hmm. like you learn your elevator pitch yeah. so um so but i guess like i started after i did that walk with rangers um and facebook was like my networking tool and i just added all these conservationists as friends mm-hmm. um, on face i'm so embarrassed like i can't believe this is called <laughs> <laughs> But then, because I was mutual friends with a lot mm-hmm. of conservationists, they would accept me because I'm not 
like a random stranger. And also, they're used to getting requests from people who are believe in their work. Yeah. And that was like one way I did it. But um, yeah, it, it's like you go if you go for. I watched um, like I watched this talk later in my life and it's like um if you go to these events and you put yourself out there you're most likely you should aim to connect with one person mm -hmm. like because the fact that they're there is already aligned you're already aligned in one way yeah. and and you, people the world is so small so like you if you made a genuine connection, that person will, um, you can help them out in the future or they can help you out if you need, like, or if you don't, if you're just friends, like, I don't know, I don't know. Um, it's just knowing people has helped me. Mm -hmm. That's, I don't know. Um, good. And it gave me street cred and confidence as well. Um, so like some of the gigs we've got is because I go there with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So then they know like, okay, if we, if we get a gig, if we give them a gig, we know that there'll be a big audience um, as well. So it's just like in multiple ways. Um, that's, that's good. And it's the Kenyan way as well, knowing it's people true. to get ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and it's, I hope I'm not like advocating for nepotism or the other way over. Like, but it's not like that. It's about, it's just, it's about collaboration. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm yeah. trying. And that's, and I, I really like with entrepreneurship, um, it's just, it's about connection. Like, it's, I think like um to uh yeah I just believe in the power of connection um to to get things done yeah where and mutual interest it's an entrepreneurial mindset as well mm -hmm. because I know that that's one thing that they really really push and teach when studying things like entrepreneurship is that yeah. networking that reaching out collaboration as you say Mm -hmm. that's the perfect word to use then that yeah. way then yeah. you know how to utilize the tools around you and then make things better for yourself yeah yeah I like what you said that it's not about seeing someone and thinking what can I get from you it's thinking oh can I make a friend or can I just even have a conversation and get to know what you're doing yeah yeah, yeah. cool a lot of smart words Nikki you are yeah. blessing our fans and, with knowledge. And great <laughs> advice as well. Yeah, yeah amazing <laughs> advice. Yeah, uh, such amazing advice. No. You guys are framing the advice properly. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, um, I, I appreciate the opportunity to share what, um, things that help me because I hope it will help someone else. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it will. Yeah. So where can people find you if they want to reach out and ask for advice from Nikki? Where can Nikki be found? Uh, uh, um, should, should we say LinkedIn, I think? Yeah. Okay. 
because I don't want to put my number. <laughs> um, and I might like ignore the DM if I don't. Yeah. Like. So, okay. Um. So I I'll share my LinkedIn with you guys, and you can. I'm Nikki Shaw. Yeah, we'll put the um the link in the show notes. Yeah. And maybe if you okay. have like a page for your band or something that guys can yeah. follow so you can have okay. more people. That come. would be cool. Yeah. Even for us to come and see you play yeah. <laughs> and see your piano face. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see that don't, piano face. <laughs> just don't even focus on that. <laughs> Everyone in my band are like, Fix your <laughs> for the game. So I'm like, I come. I'm like, I'll try smile. I really try hard. It's okay. But... As long as you're enjoying it, it doesn't matter what face you make. That's what matters. Maybe they're yeah. jealous of you, Nikki, and your smile. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So normally at the end, Nikki, what we do as co-hosts, um, we normally. Yeah ask ourselves what we've learned from our guests and what's like the biggest takeaway um, that we've we've learned from our guests yeah. and i feel like for you there's there's so much like i wish i had a pen and paper i'd be writing so many <laughs> things that you've mentioned yeah, yeah. you're so sweet <laughs> i i've learned so much from from both of you really yeah but the thing i really liked was um that going back to that having the uh, intern mindset mm-hmm. uh, is really, 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 really cool. Especially starting something new. People normally start with fear, and they go into yeah. it with a lot of you know judgment and doubt, especially for themselves. But having that mindset can really open up a lot for you, and I I, I really like that. It's something I'm even going to start utilizing myself just for a lot mm-hmm. of the new things that I take on. You know, things with work, things with personal stuff as well having that sort of mindset really helps um, take on a lot of challenges. So I really like that. Yeah. Um, For me, it was just hearing about the different experiences you've had. You've always found a way to step out of your comfort zone. And I think that really touched me because I'm like, "Uh, let me just stay in my safe space and I'll be fine. (laughs) But I I like that you've put yourself in situations where you're not comfortable but you're learning to be comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah so uh for me that was my my biggest takeaway and maybe something i should start doing myself (laughs) thank you so much that that was really um that was really nice to hear and i hope you do because i love um the artwork you've been doing for this page like oh. it's so cool oh thank you we need you for our band <laughs> let's talk yeah <laughs> yeah we can i i'm not sure if that's your full-time thing um so you're already doing it and this podcast is i don't think this is in anyone's comfort zone like i think it's hard um, to put yourself out there like that. Yeah. You've offered words of wisdom and also employment, <laughs> Nikki. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah. been great. It's really been great chatting with you and like getting to hear about your experience and just hearing your stories. Yeah, it's been 
fascinating. And I know a lot of our listeners, as listeners to all of your words, are really, really feeling better about themselves and, and their journeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you guys are the best. I, I'm really grateful for the opportunity. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, it's basically my TED talk. I've made it. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> <laughs> So thanks, guys, for um, listening to another episode of Akenyan's Experience. Basically, another episode of Nikki's TED Talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been fun chatting with her. And we will catch you guys on the next episode. See you guys. Welcome to Akenyan's Experience, a podcast for Kenyans by Kenyans. In this podcast, we use real, raw, and personal journeys to provide you with the knowledge and the power to demystify, simplify, and make better decisions about your academic and professional future. This podcast is relevant for everyone at any point in their academic or career path, from high schoolers to university students to industry professionals, and even those looking to pivot later in their careers. Here at AKE, we ask the questions you wished you had before you started your journey and normalize making bold decisions for you. So tune in for a once-weekly episode that will leave you inspired, challenged, and laughing as Kenyans tell their stories here on A Kenyan's Experience.